Hi, it's Mark Raven. Welcome to episode 317 of Lean Blog Audio. Today I'm reading a post that was published on October 4th, 2021, titled Dolphins Are Also Smart Enough to Game the System to Get More. So I really enjoyed an article a month ago. This article, when it was sent to me, it's from 2003, but it was new to me. The headline said, Why Dolphins Are Deep Thinkers. I should have mentioned, if you want to find a link to the article, you can find my original blog post online at leanblog.org slash audio 317. Why Dolphers Are Deep Thinkers. The subheadline says, the more we study dolphins, the brighter they turn out to be. So it says in the article, all the dolphins at the Institute for Marine Mammal Studies in Mississippi are trained to hold on to any litter that falls into their pools until they see a trainer, when they can trade the litter for fish. In this way, the dolphins help to keep their pools clean. Now, if you're familiar with the concept of gaming the system, you might predict what happens next, given the reputation that dolphins have for their intelligence. I've written about this concept before with posts including uh, the following, and you can find links to all of these, again, at leanblog.org slash audio 317. These posts include lessons from the Wells Fargo scandal, mismanagement, and gaming the numbers. The real VA scandal is the long waiting times and bad management, not gaming by the staff. Gaming the system, graduation rates and pneumonia rates. Easier to game the numbers than fix the system in education and healthcare. A vivid example of gaming the numbers on The Office, gaming the system at Starbucks. And then finally, there's one of my favorite examples, the police officer who find himself to meet his ticket writing quota, if you can believe it. This happened uh, in Poland some years ago. And that blog post was titled, What Would Deming Say? Polish Police Officer Finds Himself to Meet Quota. So there's all kinds of links. I mean, this is a topic that comes up a lot. So is the officer there in Poland like a dolphin? I mean, this is a post about dolphins. So Kelly, the litter-fetching dolphin from Mississippi, according to The Guardian, Kelly has what the Brits might call a scheme. One, a person drops litter in the water. Two, Kelly could turn in the paper for a fish, but Kelly tears the paper into smaller pieces. Three, Kelly turns in each smaller piece of paper for a fish. Kelly, the dolphin, has gamed the system to get more fish. That's amazing. As it says in the article, this behavior is interesting because it shows that Kelly has a sense of the future and delays gratification. She has realized that a big piece of paper gets the same reward as a small piece. And so it delivers only small pieces to keep the extra food coming. She has, again, the dolphin, in effect, has trained the humans. Well, that's not all. That's not the extent of Kelly's cleverness. When a gull, a bird, when a gull flies into the enclosure, Kelly could turn in the bird to get a fish. Here's the scheme Kelly came up with. One, capture a gull. Two, turn it in for a fish. Three, take the fish and hide it. Four, use the fish as a lure to attract more gulls. Five, get even more fish. 
What's even more amazing is that Kelly, the dolphin, even taught this gaming behavior to a young calf. That's it's mind boggling. There's a lot of interesting details about dolphins in the article. And again, you can find a link to it at leanblog.org slash audio 317. The article ends with this. There is still much to learn about these flexible problem solvers. But from the evidence so far, it seems that dolphins do indeed deserve their reputation for being highly intelligent. So to add a few more thoughts, you know, in a human workplace, there's a fine line between gaming and problem solving. The article referred to the dolphin as a problem solver. Gaming tends to be dysfunctional, but it's natural human behavior that results when you have a combination of targets or or quotas combined with fear. When it's easier to game the system than it is to actually improve the system, people will game the system. They're often doing so to get rewards and praise, or they're doing so to avoid punishment or to save their jobs. Now, as leaders, we have to be careful when giving incentives that are intended to get behaviors that we want. As Daniel Pink wrote about in his excellent book, Drive, incentives work, but they have side effects. I was able to do a podcast with Dan in my Lean Blog interviews series uh, a decade ago. Uh, It's uh, from uh, episode 107. You can find it at leanblog.org slash 107. And and Dan has an an upcoming book. Um, He's agreed to be a guest on uh, my favorite mistake. So I hope you will join us to listen to that. If if you're not listening to the My Favorite Mistake podcast series, uh, please do so. You can find it in your podcast app or go to myfavoritemistakepodcast.com. So as leaders, as Dan Pink and Dr. Deming and others taught us, we have to think about how an incentive scheme might cause people to, to scheme. Instead of just pressuring people, we have to eliminate fear, as Dr. Deming would have said. We have to work with people to help them actually improve the systems they they work within. There's a great scene from Ted Lasso, uh, season one, where Coach Lasso tells Sam Obasanya to be a goldfish, meaning to have a short memory about a mistake or a failure. If we're a management goldfish, if you will, who quickly forgets the lessons of organizations that pressured employees into gaming the system, we might create more dolphins in our workplaces. Don't blame them for gaming the system. You've given them no choice. It's only dolphin. I mean, it's only human nature. So again, you can find this blog post at leanblog.org audio 317.